The Chet Calvick Podcast Network. Prepare to be amazed. Prepare to laugh. Prepare to be offended. Go f*** yourself. But most of all, prepare to be entertained. Chet Kopic, Jeff Pinkus. This is Unscripted and In Your Face. All right, before the uh, hilarity uh, kicks into high gear, if it ever does kick into high gear, I want to remind all you people uh, out in the suburbs, hey, there is only one way to go when you want taxi transportation. And, Panker, you know it as well as I do, my good friend. I do. It's with our great friend John Coyne and American Taxi Dispatch. Why? Because all the comforts in the world. Hey, you business people, right now you're trying to keep an eye on the dollars. You don't want the limousine, not when you can enjoy the beauty and the comfort and the courtesy of American Taxi. And don't forget about spring breaks coming in the next couple of weeks. And now they have added... Airport time. Airport time. Now they've added to their fleet those nice minivans. or Right. And you can put all the luggage back there. You can take a family four or five. And it's a great thing. It's it's great. And, and you're right. You know, we tease and joke a lot about, you know, taxi cab drivers speaking English and not knowing where they're going. These guys are class. They can talk to you. They're personable. The cabs are clean, and it's a great way to go to the airport. And that's only, line, that's only people line, I've ever used. Bottom line is this. You don't earn the credibility that John Coyne and American Taxi have earned over the years by doing things on a second-rate basis. They are above and beyond the best. They define the word class. Always use American Taxi. Along with uh, Jeffrey, Big, Pink, TMI, too much information, Pinkus, and, uh, of course, this is the only program that carries the official endorsement of uh, Tony Bullwinkle, Preckwinkle, and the entire St. Louis Rams offensive line. And now there's something we hope you really like, Mr. Know-It-All Bullwinkle. That was my nickname for Tony you know, I used to, you know, You know what was hip about uh, about Rocky and Bullwinkle? Moose and Squirrel. Was, Moose was, and Squirrel. Was the comedy was not really for kids. No, it was not. Moose and Squirrel. You know, Did you ever notice those do, Russian... do you remember? Do you remember the Wayback Machine? No. Oh, come on. I really don't. You're asking me. You're a little older than me, my friend. Not much, but... A little bit older. Hey, pal, let me tell you. I was credentialed at the parting of the Red Sea. (laughs) Speaking... I didn't have the best seat, but I was credentialed. Speaking of moose and squirrel, did you ever notice some of these ethnic, like, Russian gals? They must... You know how they're able to hold that cigarette like this down the road? They must have some prenatal... Some prenatal something in their lip when, when in somewhere when no, the kid is I mean, born. Hey, pal, How do know, they do that? You, How do they hold you, that like Hitler? How do they you, hold that six, you, cigarette you down? You grow up, you grow up in Russia or you grow up in the Ukraine. Everything sticks. It's, it's a whole different world. Apparently, it is. It's an entirely different world. But they've got that like that indentation in the bottom of their lip that they're able to hold a cigarette like that and talk like that. Uh, Chad, Mr. Kupik, you're the most vivacious, gorgeous. Back when you were a blonde, gorgeous-looking guy back at Channel Five. Well, Time, the last 80s. time somebody told me that I was gorgeous and vivacious, uh, we walked outside of the bar to the alley, and she said, uh, that'll be a 100 bucks for openers. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> and, and that's only for a cheap. <laughs> Have you ever had a prostitute before? <laughs> yes. In fact, all right, here, here we go. Here we go. Nice. Only, only uh, one. Oh, sure. Only one. Oh, sure. One. When you were drunk. And well, you know- it depends. I mean, do you... Do you also qualify uh, erotic, full-body masseuses as being prostitutes? Well, what happened? I mean, did you spritz at the end or not? If you did, it qualifies. If you didn't, well, it didn't. you know, instead of getting you know, so I said so, so graphic that we that we come on like Larry Flint. Well, I, I got a great story. If you'll shut the bleep up for I'm sorry. Sakes, you Go know, ahead. sorry. God, you you know, you ask so, me a question. You're Does so it count irritating. at the end or not? I give you my answer, and then you get mad at me. 
I'm 16 years old. All right. I'm in Charleston, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Oh. Breathing in, breathing in the 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 miserable asbestos from the steel How mills. How many teeth did you have? Um, <laughs> I'm going to meet my mother's side of the family <laughs> with my cousins. Some so of you whom, banged one of your cousins some, some on of your whom, mom's side. Some of whom actually have grade school diplomas. <laughs> but my cousin Greg, mm-hmm. the last night I was there, said, mm-hmm. said Chad, cousin Chad, Chad, i got to get you taken care of tonight, mm-hmm. boy. I'm taking you down. I'm taking you down to the shanty. Mm-hmm. The shanty? Yeah. That, that's that's what they call the the, the hey, hooker area. Hey, pal, my wife's in from Charleston. Hickory, North Carolina. I'm married to a southern. Hey, listen, I understand. Listen, listen. Hickory, North Carolina mm-hmm. is Harvard compared to Charleston, West Virginia. You, know, you can always tell somebody from West Virginia. You just can't tell them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, they all have a, a golden toothpick and an but F-16. I, I lost my virginity at the age of 16 mm-hmm. with a hooker. In Charleston, West Virginia, mm-hmm. in a in a one room uh, little cabin. Was it a trailer park for for ten dollars? Listen, this this joint would have had to be upgraded three levels to qualify as a trailer park. That's how bad this was. And you had no problem. One, two, three. She made her and ten I, bucks I, I in think, twenty I seconds. I think I lasted. I think I lasted. Uh, yeah. Unofficially. Uh, and in um, your face. <laughs> unofficially, the 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 Russian judge. Had me at uh, fourteen point three five eight seconds. That's good for a sixteen year old, I think. So nobody on the north north shore knew true. Well, I, I got done. I got done, and I said, um, mm-hmm. uh, "What's next?" And she went, "Go home. Yeah, get out of <laughs> get here. Get the <laughs> f out of here." <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I just was curious. Well, I, you know, I'd, I'd like to tell you that I lost my my virginity in a very romantic way, and yeah, you know, yeah. my my second time around, uh-huh. it was on it was on a beach not far from. <laughs> Nutria High School. Oh, with a girl I went to high like school with. Like in Gilson with. Park over Late there. Late at night. Yeah. Yeah. It was right in off, Evanston. Right sure. off the beach. I know. I'm in Gilson here. Park. Uh-huh. And you know we Give her were a shot on the rocks. We're lucky nice. we weren't busted. You know for yeah. uh, public indecency. Right. But well, the next time you're up there and you get and you're with somebody because I'm sure that's where you hang out because you're too cheap for a room. Let me know. I know the I know the sergeant there. He's a good friend of mine. <laughs> I do. I'm Sergeant Larry Miller, he's a pal. Motel Six, you well, got to be kidding. Well, no, 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 no. We're going to the beach. I, I, exactly. It's very, it's very. Uh, it's, you know, think about it. you go back to the days when we were younger. If we would use some of those, uh, you know, atmospheric uh, experiences, I think we'd be better off in our in our in our. Well, it all life. it all goes back to the fact that you know kids are not uh, sexually, in my opinion, today as uh, creative as we were because they're too wrapped up. In play days, mm. so they feel play like dates. everything play dates. Right, correct. That's what the, play that's dates. the term. Everything has to be structured. That's true. So they they don't think outside the box the mm-hmm. way we did. That's right. When we were seventeen to twenty five, we were conniving. And you know what? Another reason why they don't think outside the box, because unfortunately, sex really is too easy for these kids to get. Oh no, I, I maintain. That's I maintain. why too. Oh come on, the late sixties into the early seventies, sex. <laughs> if you couldn't get a chick. On Rush Street, Broadway I could get a Avenue, chick at my bar mitzvah. So come on, come on! Well, what are you talking well, about? Have, listen, after the after the rabbi said, "Now you are a man," you know, when the whole crowd began yeah. to break down laughing. They did, they did, they did. My bar mitzvah speech was great. Did I Fred. tell you about? Did I tell you about the film that the Cohen brothers made? I think you did. I got to write it down because now well, is it on Netflix? It. Uh, I'm going to write it down on this. Lloyd to, Mandel stationery. Lloyd Mandel Levy's gotten his thing. The uh, funeral part. Is that a pancake house? You know, no, no. Actually, Lloyd Mandel is a discount <laughs> funeral home for where the Jews go. It's discount. It is. Well, it's great size services. Have a nice day. You get half a coffin? No, you get, <laughs> you get a full coffin for half the price. <laughs> hey, tell me the name of the movie. I'm going to write it down here. Go ahead. All right. I, I can't think of the name of the movie. It will come to me. 
But it's about... It's about Did a, I tell you about, about the movie Pinker? No, what's the name of it? I can't come to me. A, a, a Jewish, very conflicted professor living in Minneapolis. Cone he road. teaches at a small university, mm-hmm. and his whole life is coming apart. Mm-hmm. And his wife is uh, banging his best friend. She wants a divorce. Uh, his kids, of course, think he's a total jerk. Right. Uh, he's got this Asian-American threatening to sue him because he dared to give uh, his kid a C. He's struggling for tenure. Uh, he's broke the whole nine yards. Finally, at the end of the film, everything remarkably comes together. For him. And, and the high point of the film is finally on, on, on the Saturday... They're, they're going Shabbos. On, on, on the Shabbos. On the Shabbos. Was that supposed to be Barry White? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, how, to, now, now I was chanting. I was chanting. I was chanting. Do a little chanting. dance, make a little got, love, get down tonight. No, we chant. Levy knows, right? Right, Dan? And then you bow a couple of times. Yeah, well, you here, don't know here is what here is what's interesting. The kid is up reading from scripture yeah. with you know uh, the Torah, the Torah. Thank you. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. It's okay. With, from no, the Torah. Right. No, excuse me. With uh, I was going to say the Quran, and then I thought to myself, <laughs> no, different league. <laughs> um, then then he's invited. He's invited to go in and meet the the Godfather of all rabbis. Who is this guy in the, in the movie? Yeah. Okay. I'm just staying on track. All right, so he's the Godfather Rabbi. Is great. You know your your attention span is that of a four year old. Yeah, well, I'm every right, time you I, tell me, I'm behind you, that, pal. I, that I repeat things. I do. I am reminded of you. Yeah, thank All you. Right, here is what's cool. At the start of the flick, yes, for no apparent reason, uh-huh. with the screen black, you hear Gracie Slick and Jefferson Airplane singing, "Somebody to Love," when oh. the truth is found to be lies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So at the end of the film. The kid goes walking very slowly into the, into the Godfather of all rabbis' Great. chambers, yeah. and it's it looks very, uh, it looks very gauche and very uh, uh, deco, and you know there are lots of awards and everything is very thick and kind of overdone, and Not the, our rabbi, the rabbi doesn't say a word. The boy sits down, and you can tell he's nervous as hell, and the rabbi goes, "When the truth is found." To be lies. That's what that's the end of the movie. He starts Thank singing. Thank you very much. He for starts me singing. That. He starts singing. Mm-hmm. Summer to Love by Jefferson Airplane. He goes, Young man, you must remember Gracie Slick, Marty Ballon. It is important to recognize the airplane. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I saw this at Landmark Century with about 75 people, and the sustained laugh was over a minute. Really. Yeah, I mean, you have to see this one scene is funnier, one of the five funnier than you. funniest. Well, I mean, you know, car wrecks are funnier I than I love a bohemian trying to do a Jewish accent. Right there, ladies and gentlemen, it's worth the podcast right there. You. Well, no. Hey, do, do you want to hear something cool that's going on in my life? I can't wait. Another, another, when, when you dating, look at me, dating another cleaning woman? When, when you look at me, what do you see? Lawrence Welk or Mick Jagger? <laughs> Lawrence Welk Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, Lord, I don't see. You know, you know, see, Levy, Levy, Levy is too young to remember. I don't Lawrence see Lawrence with uh, uh, one and a two and a, 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 a one, a two, a three. I see Lawrence Welk, and here are the uh, lovely uh, Lennon sisters. Uh, yeah, I, I see who Lawrence. I'm, who I'm, who I'm, uh, I'm not paying a dime to, even though they're pulling major numbers for me. Well, I don't see. Anyway, I don't see Mitch there, there, Jagger, there is a cool sure. local rock and roll band called Legs Akimbo. Okay. And their their here front girl, their front girl, yeah, she their front girl who is bad to the freaking bone. Mm. I mean, really hot, and mm. she 
understands the whole vibe of rock and roll and the sexuality of rock and roll. Her name like is, you do. Her name is Bells Rhoda. Bells Rhoda. And she works, um, she's the assistant to the president of WLS Radio. And I sang with her band. Damsky's assistant? Yeah, yeah. She's, I mean, she's been there through probably a half a dozen general managers. Bells Rhoda. But here's what's cool about it. Um, when, uh, when Lakeisha and I were still an item. Who? Lakeisha. Mm-hmm. We went out one night to sing them and they, they invited me to come up and sing chorus on Mustang Sally. Great. They loved it. I had a ball. So, I'm going to be appearing at the Goose Island Brewery Saturday, February 27th. Showtime is 9 p.m. I'll probably go on about 10. Okay. Last night we began rehearsing. I'm going to do Bitch by the Rolling Stones. I'm going to sing the chorus on Honky Tonk Woman with Annabelle, where we really, I mean, we really play off each other, kind of like, kind of like Elton John and Billy Joel. Mm -hmm. Nice. Are you the gay? Are you the gay guy? Wait, that's that's not what I meant. Are you Elton John now? That's not what I meant to say. (laughs) Now you're you're the gay guy. Could be something like Eric Clapton and BB King. Oh, great. You went from Lawrence Welk to Mick Jagger to Elton John to where the hell are you going? Can I mention something about? Well, the- one thing I've always maintained about this show is this: get a word with this guy. Continuity, what. continuity is, is a not forgotten there. word. I want to tell you where I'm going to be t- February 27th. I hate to be serious on this, but on a serious note, I've been asked to MC an event at the Hammond, Hammond Civic Center for a homeless. I veterans. used to do roller derby at the Hammond Civic Center. Now think about those two words: homeless and veteran. Terrible. And you know who's going to be appearing? Kevin Bacon and his brother. They're they're great. Okay. Frank Stallone. Let me tell you. Frank Stallone, the Frank forgotten Stallone. Stallone. I have seen him play. I hear he's awesome. He is absolutely, he is going to blow your socks Okay, off. so I get to be the MC and kick it with those guys. And, and, and I, Otherwise, I'd come to your thing. I think it starts at like 7 o'clock. Hey, Maybe why, on the way listen, back. Listen, MCing rock and roll shows. Oh, it's going to be a riot. I've, I've done a lot of doo-wop shows. and I, I did a show a couple of years ago for my buddy uh, Henry Farag, who mm-hmm. runs uh, Street Gold Productions mm-hmm. in Canterbury out of... Uh, the Holiday Star in Merrillville. Yeah. We had the, we had Mark Lindsay from Paul Revere and the Raiders. Mm-hmm. We had Lou Christie who can still hit every note. <coughs> Lightning. He can hit every Sounds note. like you. The and, shower. And also, oh, Lakeisha, come here, baby. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy Martinez, hey. yeah. who is a, who is a weirded out guy who Rudy once operated, Martinez? who still operates under the name of Question Mark from Question Mark and the Mysterians. You hang with some real, <laughs> you hang some real winners. Well, I mean, you got to remember something. In my early 20s, I'm promoting wrestling. Yeah. I'm doing roller derby. Love it. I mean, I wasn't living a conventional life. I didn't hang out with accountants and doctors and CPAs and, and people who were in I, the real world. Here, I was living in a fantasy here's, world. Here's the question for you. Forget the money. Like, i give you an example. I was talking to Gary Meyer, who's, you know, on, a, on GN. The best quote, and you'd think the best days of his life were with Steve Dahl? No. The best days of my life, he said, were working at WYEN Radio up in Des Plaines over midnight. Our now, buddy Alan Weintraub fired him at WYEN. I, I know. Nice. So my question to you is, in in what, 40 years of broadcasting? This yeah. is good, I never asked you this question. What was the highlight? Forget Move the Money Aside Channel 5. What was the most fun you've ever had in, in broadcasting? Gary, remember, like, ask uh, him right away, boom, W-Y-E-N. What was one, yours? One given night or one no, given... No, just uh, overall. It could be a couple of years, three years, a given night, whatever, both. For, for, for one given night, okay, it would be the night I debuted on Channel 5 because that was awesome. the realization of the dream. Awesome. That was what all the work... And what was the, that night? Do you remember the date? Yes, I do. It was uh, January twenty. 8th, 1981. Mm-hmm. Remember it vividly. As a body of work, I'm going to surprise you. It was it was my years at the Loop doing Copic on Sports with 
Brian Meyer in the morning, mm-hmm. Kevin, mm-hmm. Stephen Gary, myself, and whoever they put on, you know, after me, because it was the last vestige of freeform radio. If you stop and think about it, Pinker, we were at that time, in my opinion, for about four or five years, the greatest radio station in Chicago history. We had no rules. We were cutting edge. Everything was outrage. And, and they made money. And they made money hand over fist. Uh-huh. That's people and I remember, I remember talking to our sales manager one day. Uh, we were coming off of collectively what we thought was kind of a soft book. I went back to the sales department, and they're, they're as gleeful as they can be. And I said, aren't you guys worried about the numbers? And she said, we never sell you guys off of numbers. <laughs> we, we sell you guys for who you are. We, exactly. You know, she said, she said, hey, we go out with Stephen Gary and say, do you want to hook up with the coolest, funkiest show on radio that's going to increase your branding? We'll put you on. Do you want the best show, sports show in town? We'll get you on Copic. Mm-hmm. She said, we never sell off a book. Think that happens today? The whole world sells off a book. No, right. That, that's right. That, that, that's right. And, and, and your opinion, and then, and then we're going to have to take off. We'll, we'll do Ask the Pinker on the, on the next podcast for Sunday. We'll, we'll tease him a little bit. We have some good stuff. What, why? Well, we didn't even mention that, uh, Barbara Walters is doing her last, uh, pre-Oscar special. Crap. Well, I mean, she's going to devote, uh, full time to, Her uh, dentures are falling out. <laughs> Cares enough for Barbara Walters. Barbara I mean, Walter. come really. I, 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 I want to see Gilda Radner do Baba Wawa. Why? Just one more time. Quickly. God bless Gilda wherever why, she may be. Why? Um. Why do you think it's gotten? It used to be. Why did it, it was so irreverent and so crazy? Because because Carmazan because Carmazan and the Bonnevilles of the world made this thing so homogenized and took just took all the joy out of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's it's a shame. All right now. Let's talk of you know now you know you know it's coming up in the next couple of weeks, don't you? Spring break. What are you going to take to? Well, who are you going to drive to the airport on spring break? Uh, I will be driving my daughter, who will probably go to some place like Paris, France, or or Zurich. Great leading from American or, or, or Maui. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, Lindsay. I, I mean, Your daughter's when, adorable. When I, How could when, you when give I her a hard time on Facebook? Those glasses are so cute. On aren't her. they adorable? Well, why would you? She nice. is. She is such a little doll. And every guy she dates, I can't stand. Uh, <laughs> goes around, comes why, around. Why pal. can't Why can't one guy she dates? Yeah, like sports, like the Rolling Stones, and laugh at my lousy jokes. First of all, Rolling Stones, they don't understand. It's like beyond them. Your jokes suck. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, and also, I have found, I have found. And you, that, who's to like you? Think you're easy. I, I, I have found, I have found right. that. Uh, yeah. When uh, when Lindsay's uh, boyfriends come in, and she she always kind of you know tries to. Give my acceptance. The first question I always ask one of Lindsay's uh, new uh, bows is this. New bows? Are, are you or any of your family dealing with a significant psychiatric illness, or have you ever been associated with any group or nation seeking to overthrow the U.S. government? Why does she still bring them around <laughs> if, if you're, if you're going to give them that kind of grief? Well, well Tyler caught on. Yeah, he Tyler, doesn't bring them Tyler around has, anymore. Tyler never brings his babies smart, around. Smart kid. I mean, he caught on. He caught on quickly. But your daughter has got a little blunt. You know, we, we, you know, we never talk about sports on this show, and that's what I do for a living. You say you're trying to break out a little bit. It just, it just puts a little different. Uh, you know, it just, it you grow when you're at the Binker. You just, you get out of your oh your box. God, I can't you believe co- I you come, you wait, come out of your shell. You let come me, out. Let me replay that. I want, I want to make sure I just. You're not a one trick pony I, when you're at the Binker. I, I can't I you like give me some credit? I mean, I, I know I, you're the I'm big mom. I'm growing. I mean, I'm come on. growing okay. right now. Growing or glowing. All I know is this. Gang, thank you for joining us. We'll try and do better next time around. This has been uh, undecided and in your face.
undefeated and practically unscored upon. 